Who's this? Pardon me? That's not my father. Oh, we've taken the wrong one. God, I hate funerals, don't you? They're just so depressing. Just the, I don't know, it's just the death and everything. If there's anything I can do, Sandra, well, don't put your hand there, dear. You'll leave smudge marks. Brian, who's this? You know, I asked myself the same thing when my dad passed. I said, I said, who is this man? No, who's in this coffin? Because that's not my father. You got Jackie Chan in there. It's not Burger King. You can't just mess up my order. I cannot wait for this day to be over. Okay, so we're talking about foreign films and their, yep. their American, predominantly American remakes. Yep. So should we, do you want to start with comedy or horror? Don't um, mind. Do you want to start with comedy? Because it's probably... Well, the freshest know, it in our minds. Yeah, let's start um, with comedy. So we're looking at Death yeah, at a Funeral. Yeah. Um, and how, I think, when the original was British and when was it made, like 2007? Uh, 2010. 2010. Well, it was the British one and then 2013, I think, was the American one. Okay. So um, firstly, why do you think they remade it? Um, it, it would have been way too dry. It was too British, basically, for, for American audiences. Okay. Um, I guess the same way that like they had to remake The Office, uh, same way yeah. a lot of British things get remade is that um, it was it was a remarkably funny uh, film, but I can totally understand how American audiences it would just go right over their head. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I always remember the um, when Monty Python um, was released on uh, in the states. They. Um, I don't think it went down too well, but in Canada, Monty Python went down an absolute storm because they kind of have that sort of British quirky empire kind of quirky mm. humour um, about them as well. But it worked, like it worked so well, in the American version. So we watched the American version first, um, and you can tell uh, how it, um, you could see how it was going to go, and you could see sort of like you can see how the British version of this would work and how it wouldn't work in in America, but. Um, I hadn't realised until I watched the British one that it was basically word for word mm. uh, a remake. And Peter Dinklage, is, is it Dinklage? Yeah, yeah, he's Dinklage, in both. Yeah. And I, I was like, is that weird? I couldn't figure out if that was really weird. I yeah. think it's really weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was, um, I don't know when Game of Thrones started. So um, I don't know. It would have been like around that time where it was just getting massive. You've got like a guy which had made himself like an A-list celebrity around that time, so it would yeah. make sense to keep him in both films. Oh, okay, right, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just, it was quite amazing how well it, it worked without really changing much to do with the script, but in two very different um, sort of like like story paths. Um, so, I mean, two very different like kinds of characters, so you wouldn't have like Chris Rock wouldn't work well in the British version, but then I can't remember the guy who plays Chris, like Chris Rock's character in the British version. Yeah, I'm um, not sure the name. But he'd make an amazing George Osborne if anyone was ever going to make some <laughs> sort of like political film about the Cameron years. Like usually with these things, when you get American remakes of things, they are they're totally different. You know, they they really sort of Americanize them up, and I usually think they make them it makes them a little bit worse because they take some sort of character out of the originals. Um, usually, like in a lot of horror stuff, so like the original. The original martyrs and the American martyrs is like totally different, and the American inside is different from the Ameri- from the French inside. Um, but uh, but this one, yeah, was shockingly uh, like scene for scene, word for word remake, and yet so different. And yeah. I didn't say it in 
because I know you guys liked it. I absolutely slated it. Did <laughs> yeah, the American yeah, one? Because I saw the British one years ago and yeah. I was like, immediately, I was like, oh, this is fun. Like that first scene yeah. where he's just like, it's not my dad. It's the wrong one. And, <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, sorry. And then immediately go and it's just like a bam, one gag. That was funny. Move yeah, on. Yeah. And I just think the American version is the epitome of everything's bigger and louder yeah, yeah. in yeah. America. And yeah. it just, all the gags had to be like, they were a little I, bit more oh, like OTT. Over, yeah, so like the uh, like that's a great example about the that's not my dad. That and, and when you look at the body in the coffin, that did go, make me laugh though. It's Chinese. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think if the if that character had been black, I think the like maybe the audience would have gone like, I don't get it. What, yeah. what do you mean it's not? Yeah. Well, how do you know it's not your dad? <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Whereas like they didn't have to do it in the British one. Because mm-hmm. like, I was waiting for that. I was like, what like ethnicity are they going to put in the, <laughs> the yeah. coffin? But I think it, it dumbs it down. Like, And with the yeah, British yeah. one, I feel like the, the director kind of respects the audience a bit more to be like, they'll get this. And yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. And I think in... Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I yeah, bet no, I, I did tear it, it to yeah. pieces because I was just like, it's got really wacky music and it's kind yeah. of like the director doesn't trust the audience to get the gags. So it's like, oh, here's a gag and here's some wacky music to make sure you get it. And then I wrote <laughs> down, it's probably ironic because you need the music anyway because the funny bits aren't funny. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. that was me being really mean. Yeah. No, but I, like, um, as you say, the, the sort of uh, the over-the-top things with it like i there's a lot of things i was saying to you before i oh, i think i was sorry i was saying to uh lee before that um like i preferred the the old infirmed uncle although danny glover was like really funny in it when you watch the british one i was crying with <laughs> laughter at some of the stuff because he's just like a british father jack yeah he's just grumpy and and like the um the fiance who takes the valium um in the american one it's more like a sort of like american pie type spoof like something crazy is going to happen, whereas in the British one, it was just naturally m- more funny. Mm. <laughs> I think it, the American one have to be more sort of bombastic and mm. like out there because bombastic's a good word. When you've got sort of Kevin Hart and um, Chris Tucker, Chris, you know, Chris, Chris Rock. Rock, sorry, the other, sorry, <laughs> um, they are like two of the sort of louder stand-up yeah, guys, yeah. which took pages clean out of Eddie Murphy's playbook. So it just fits that style of comedy, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Uh, for me, Chris Rock can't lead a film. I just don't believe him. It, like, mm. I think he, he might be an amazing stand-up, but I, he just couldn't lead the film for me, and I just didn't buy into it. I thought Zo- I really like Zoe Salander. Right. Not sure where she she's in Guardians of the Galaxy. She's, oh, okay. Yeah. Does she play the wife. She's the the sister who gives her fiance uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. She, i really yeah, like really her good. yeah yeah um, but then you've got that and maybe this is a very british thing so it might not be fair but the british version of her was daisy donovan and i was like oh my god it's daisy donovan i got so excited <laughs> like being an old um was it the 11 o'clock show that she was on yes. with ian lee and yeah just realizing that because you like i find that with um with some things where you might like go oh god they were in space for a couple of episodes or something and so yeah, yeah that's, that's nice sort feeling. of like um yeah, uh, that really like bumped up, as I say, the British side um, for me again uh, with that. And the guy who played like the incompetent like friend uh, who had to chauffeur around the uncle uh, all the time. Um, have you ever seen a f- TV show called Campus? That was. Are we talking about the American or the British? Sorry, one the now? British one. Um, no, but I've seen him in 
plays. Okay, yeah. Good plays. Yeah, I so like um, I was rattling my brain for ages to think what he's from, and he plays the, basically the principal of this university in this TV show called Campus. But um, yeah, and so that was uh, like, yeah, Tracy Morgan's part in the American and the American one. And I think he played the bumbling idiot a bit better than Tracy Morgan did because Tracy Morgan's a bit older. Um, than him, and he kind of had that sort of short, fat, jolly man like playing the comic role a bit better um, in the British one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like like it's a um, it was just nice to see that they hadn't completely gone too far away from the original in it. And you sort of think you can get why they had to make it because, as I say, the British version was the whole delivery of it. Like we were saying before, it's just a lot different in the British one, mm. um, and you kind of need that like star aspect like Lee was saying of Chris Rock um to play the lead although you know there probably would have been better people to play the like the more frustrated side but there was enough comedy bits in it to keep it in as being like a like what's the film with all the comedian all the stand-up comedians in that's about stand-up comedians and it's done with Adam um Sandler Adam Sandler what's he doing in a comedy no, 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 he produced it. Yeah. But it's got like Chris Rock and Kevin Hart and everyone in it. And um, uh, I think like Norm MacDonald was in it as well. But anyway, that's, that's by the by. I enjoyed both films, but as I say before, like I laughed in the American one. I was crying laughing yeah, in the British one. Same. Um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was so British. It was, it was ridiculous. It, to be fair, I did think like even... With the American versions, I, they always have a gloss. Yeah, 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 and yeah. as soon as I started watching the British one this morning again, just to remind myself, it's got a like that horrible grey British there was yeah. grainy yeah. quality, and you immediately see the difference between. Well, I, I actually saw an interview with Stephen Fry where he pegged like the difference between American comedy and British comedy. Is yeah. the American always comes out the hero in the end, whilst the Brit yeah. always comes out the loser in the end, yeah. and yeah. that's yeah. what people find funny in both yeah. those. Mm-hmm. Countries, yeah, which yeah. is really interesting. And you've got the sort of, like, the glossy... As I say, it was kind of a bit more slapstick of the American side, so the bit where they're trying to, like... They throw Peter Dinklage over the back of the sofa, whereas in the British one, they're sort of clumsily trying to play some round because you yeah. go, actually, it's a bit more serious what's going on. Um, but I think it's just that, like, uptight, like, kind of British, like, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry, there's disaster going on around us. It is so British. Whereas they in, they sort of embrace, like, the craziness and, like, oh, it doesn't matter that there's, like, a you know, the, there's a dwarf hogtied in the study and all this sort of thing. I have um, to say, though, like, the bit with the, the young girl where the brother, the writer brother fancies the young girl, yes. I, yes. I thought that was kind of verging on a little bit rapey because he was, oh, like... Oh, totally rapey, yeah. Oh, 17, you know, 18 or... And, like, yeah. and I was just, like... I think this is really missing the mark here, yeah. and it's playing with fire. You yeah. Know? Yeah, 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 I was quite glad though that in the British one they didn't really follow through with that story too much. Whereas obviously in the American one, he left with her in the car, Led and you're like, right oh, into it. God. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit. Um, I think she was just like that. If she'd have been like a few years older, older it would have been, it had been like, oh, now she's mid twenties, and it's like I haven't seen her since she was this age. But the fact that you go, oh, she's still like eighteen or yeah. seventeen or whatever it was. <laughs> no, not that this is the problem. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the other thing is, it wasn't believable either. If he'd have, no. if he'd have come in and there'd been like his character had been built where he had a string of bestsellers or something like yeah. that. Yeah. There was no reason for this fat middle aged man. Yeah. Mm to romance this 18-year-old yeah. girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I found weird was the uh, relationship-wise was the white guy, poor man's, uh, what did we say last night? 
Owen Wilson. Poor man's Owen Wilson. I yeah. forgot his yes, name. Yes, um, what, Owen Wilson's brother. Is it Owen Wilson's brother? Yeah, yeah. That'll be it then. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> <Touch. laughs> um, yeah, when he kissed yeah. Uh, yeah. her, I was like, that's a bit full on as well. Like, that's also yeah, but, not funny. <laughs> but the weird thing about that was as well is you've got the father trying to push this fat middle-aged white man on his door so yeah. that seemed really weird too. Yeah. yeah that's odd it took me a while the his british counterpart ewan bremner it took me so long to get his english accent into thing because obviously i'm used to seeing him as like spud in train spotting um and so yeah that that took me a little bit while but i think he played it a bit better because it was almost like he was like a sleazy british rock star yeah, kind yeah. of ex-boyfriend thing he wouldn't take no for an answer mm-hmm. so that kind of worked a bit better but yeah I, that as soon as he opened his mouth there I was like oh hello <laughs> well we said they got the characters wrong way around didn't they in, in the American one in the American one if you'd have had Owen Wilson's brother as the boyfriend in the first place oh okay yeah, yeah. then it would have made more sense that young hunky mm. guy was trying to be the tempter yeah yeah, yeah it would yeah, yeah you're right you played uh, yeah your man who played Cyclops yes yeah. Yeah, but no, I think, yeah, overall, I enjoyed both of them. The, the American one was kind of like a switch off. It wouldn't matter if yeah, it was terrible or not. Zone I in and go, out. Uh, um, but the British one was, yeah, just I'd like brilliant. to be in a play version of the British one. I think it'd be, that would be awesome. awesome on stage. Yeah. Cool. Let's move on to uh, Wreck and Quarantine. I've seen, I've seen I them both. Seen I them haven't. Okay, I watched Wreck quite a while ago, okay. um, and as I was saying to Lee before, mm-hmm. um, didn't get the chance to rewatch it again because realised at eight o'clock this morning when I started watching Quarantine that it was a stupid, <laughs> stupid thing to ask of people to watch four films in four days. <laughs> you know, who who are right. like parents and have full time work. Yeah. But I remember really liking Wreck and yep. finding the quality of it kind of reminded me a little bit 70s horror which we've talked about in the past and mm-hmm. I absolutely love and again Quarantine I didn't think it was bad but it did have that American gloss it did but it had you also felt like it was missing a few millions from the budget yeah, somewhere yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah I mean it absolutely was so the I'd, I'd already seen both of these and funnily when I'd watched them in well, as order as you can, because Rat came out in 2017 and Quarantine came out in 2018. Right. So it shows you how fast they pushed this remake through. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, there's just like a bit of history. So it's a it's like a found footage film. So it's all done with this um, film crew go into an apartment block and the, it's overrun by like zombies or the infected. It's that kind of like classic sort of tale. Um, and so, as I say, this was 2007 and there'd only really been like a handful of fan footage films before that. The first one was like Cannibal Holocaust in the 80s. And then 
there was like a big, kind of like a big jump really until 90, I've made some notes, 98, where there was a film called The Last Broadcast, which is basically what inspired The Blair Witch Project, mm. which came out in the year later. Now, um, The Blair Witch Project had a budget of $60,000, right? So, and you know, like the sort of quality that they, they made with that. Last broadcast had nine hundred dollars. Oh wow! <laughs> was the last broadcast? Is that like a, something to do with aliens or Bigfoot or something? Uh, yeah. So sort of. So it's about four guys who go uh, into the into the woods uh, to find the uh, legend of the Jersey Devil, which right. is like a creature yeah. with like a flying creature. That thinks right. Only one of them comes out alive. Ooh. Mm. Um, is it good? Spoilers. It's, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Cheers, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is good. Um, I think if you watch it in uh, if you watch it in the context that it led to Blair Witch Project, then um, you can uh, you can sort of appreciate it. it's it's like we spoke before about mm, it's a bit of a thing, but if you bear in mind that it yeah. helps, it helped a bigger on. power. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, obviously, just fast forward in a few years, and when Rec came out in two thousand and seven, um, it um, it was a bit of a like a funny year, I guess, for um, horror because so Rec is Spanish. Yeah. Um, and it was at the time when, like, European horror was, like, big. So you had, like, Hostel and Sword come out in America and people were all about, like, this sort of, like, over-the-top horror. And, like, we have to, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, we have to see them having their eyes burnt out and all this sort of stuff. But Europe had actually been doing that for quite a few years before. So um, I don't know if you know, there's a, a film called High Tension, um, that I, I can't even remember whether we spoke about this before, but um, that came out in 2003. And it's basically about two teenage girls are in the countryside and there's a killer after them. And so there's a big twist at the end, but essentially that was kind of like quite gratuitous sort of violence in it. And so by the time Wreck was coming out, that had already, that was already at like cult status in sort of like the horror world. So the same year that Wreck came out, 28 weeks later came out, Paranormal Activity was out. Saw four and Thirty Days of Night came out. So all in the same week. Not in the same week. Right, in the same say, year. But as Jesus. far as yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but as far as like um, big budget uh, horror, big budget horror and like styles of horror goes, you usually have it in waves where you're like, we've got the fan footage happening, this sort of thing, and then the the gornos and things. The sci-fi. The sci. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this was like all sorts of stuff that was that was coming out. And as far as the European stuff goes, the uh, the orphanage came out in two thousand and seven, which I don't love. know. If, that's what, that's yeah, yeah. one of my favorite horror films. Yeah. yeah. So and that so that was Spanish um, as well. But then in France, you had Inside came out, which is amazing. Um, if you've never seen it, that could possibly pass the Bechdel test. Oh. Um, that's got um, Alison Paradis. Who uh, do, do you know Vanessa Paradis, the singer? Not personally, obviously, she did no. Joe the Taxi. Anyway, it's her <laughs> sister and a French actress called Beatrice Dahl. Amazing. And that's like, oh, really, like that. over the top bloody. Um, so that came out. And then another film called Frontiers came out um, as well, which is uh, about a bank job that went wrong. And they escaped the country, but unfortunately they hide out in a house that's got a load of cannibal Nazis in it. So it's <laughs> as, as it happens. Time. Yeah. So those two, um, <laughs> those two European horror films came out the same year as Wreck. For bear in mind that the year after Martyrs came out, so we're right in the absolute thick of like a quality European horror, which is probably why Quarantine was made so fast because they thought, well, we'll pick up on the um, we'll pick up on the coattails of get this. in on this, yeah, 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 because they did. Um, there was a Martyrs remake and there was an Inside remake um, as well. I don't think there was a I don't think there was a remake of any of the others, but there was obviously like a little run there where they were doing these like just 
just it doesn't matter what it's like. It's European and it's French or it's Spanish mm. and it's horror. It's going to be. It's going to make us a. Well, what is it with European horror that makes it so terrifying? I think because question. it's it's. I think because it's close to home, mm-hmm. but it's. But it's much scarier than British horror, for instance. Yeah, the, mm. the 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 culture's just a little bit different, so it seems foreign enough. Right. Yeah. But we're really like I always think American culture is kind of ingrained in us, but it's still way over there. Mm-hmm. Whereas like. French and Spanish culture we can identify with because it's like we go on holiday there more often and we learn French or Spanish in school or mm. German in school. The language it's still a bit mysterious for the same reason why Japanese horror is so terrifying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it could be a bit mythology. and But like maybe as kids we've been to France and we've walked through streets that you sort of go, oh, I could have been murdered down that street. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I got lost in Naples once and we took a wrong turn. And I was like, oh, God, we're on the site of Gomorrah. Uh, we need to get out of here now. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, may, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe that's it. Maybe it is the thing of it being in a foreign language that mm. makes it still a bit more mysterious. And you've, if you're watching it subtitled, you've really got to concentrate on what's going mm. on. And so you get, I don't know, maybe you get a bit connected with the characters a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like just sort of going back to Wreck itself with like this, like fan footage um, films. And it happened with Blair Witch Project and it happened with Cloverfield. Because of the cameras all over the place, you've got to keep people um, sort of interested and make sure they're not feeling too like seasick or whatever. Yeah, crazy. You know? So you, you kind of need to keep them feeling easy, but quite disorientated at the same time. And the mm. best way to do that is to mess with the lighting. So you can keep it really dark. So something like Cloverfield kicks off at night time and you don't see the monster for ages. And then when you do, it's a bit like it's there and then it's gone. Yeah. Again, you're like, whoa, hold on, what was that? And so putting it in this like apartment block where there's loads of dark corridors and a lot of the apartments, the people are already dead, so the lights are switched off and things. And like there's like the bit near the end there where the thing comes down from yeah. the um, from the the attic mm. space and just like grabs them and sort of um, pulls them off into the uh, into the darkness. That's like a great trick in fan in fan footage thing, and I think Wreck did it really well. Um, I should say it kind of had that like grainy seventies horror thing because it was it didn't again didn't have the sheen of the American one. It was the American one I found to be like a bit lighter, and it had I, uh, Jennifer Carpenter um, in it. Who like this when they made this? This is right in the middle of Dexter, so she would have been she was a big TV star at the time. And um, I think we again we can relate more to something like Wreck because we don't know the actors. Mm. Why we relate so much to the Blair Witch Project because nobody knew who they were before or after. You know? I definitely find a horror film a lot less scary, no matter how good the performance mm-hmm. is, if it's a big star. I just don't yeah. find it as scary. Mm-hmm. They can do like an Oscar-worthy horror performance, and I'll still be like, "Yeah, it's, doesn't it's not happen. doesn't hit home quite yeah. as quite as well." That, I think that was why there was a great balance with Tony Collette in Hereditary, because. And I know that she's done other things since, but it, she's still Muriel mm. in my head. Yeah. And so she's she's got a lot older. She's obviously since Muriel's wedding, she's lost a ton of weight. And then so you kind of go, oh, it's Tony Collette. But you can just forget that she's been in anything yeah. else, you know. Yeah, she um, is one of the exceptions. Yeah. Um, but like as far as, you know, like like megastardom um, <laughs> or whatever goes, this is where it's, I, for me, it starts getting into like franchises. So... Saw started off really well, and the more that you related to the characters and things in it, um, it's why like in the eighties things became like such a big franchise because you stopped being scary of my, scared of Michael Myers and scared of Freddy because they wanted to turn them into household names because you started identifying with them yeah. all the time, you know. And so even though um, like you didn't see Robert Englund's face, 
you you attach Freddy mm. to this like oh he's me mate you know Charles plays an excellent example Charles of that. plays a brilliant example of that mm. as soon as they started giving Chucky more of a personality you were like oh he's quite funny actually mm. <laughs> so he's a funny killer so he's, yeah I get the whole like if you can use relatively unknown actors it's a far scarier experience yeah um, yeah that might play into coming back to why European horrors. I think maybe mm. it's like you say, American culture is ingrained in us, um, and we're only partially in sync with uh, European cultures, yeah. and mm. so that in itself is a little bit unsettling because the way they do things a little bit different. Yeah. Just just someone, anyone doing something a little bit differently, like you see it in a cult film, like mm. if, if someone acts, and you're just like, oh, that's a bit off. But yeah. with European culture, that could be the norm for them, but because it's odd to us. I think it adds to the horror because you're just a bit unsettled. We've all we've all been on holiday somewhere. Italy's a like, prime example of this, especially if you go into Milan or something like that, where they seem to hate everybody. <laughs> um, and as soon as you like, you rocked up at Milan Fashion Week with sandals <laughs> and socks. What else did you? <laughs> but as soon as um, like you're in the middle of a city centre, realizing that you can say hello, goodbye, and please, can I have a beer? Mm-hmm. Then there's you've no other form of communication. So there's that that language bar is scary, even if it's a um, like a normal not a horror situation. situation. Yeah. yeah. If you think that yeah, if you're in a place and you don't know how to say help, yes, if, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, then yeah, yeah, you, it does. Bec- you you become your senses become a lot more heightened mm. and a lot more aware. And I think that's probably that's probably it in watching the film. Is that you have to look at it more and you take it all in. And so, whereas you would have been on edge in like a scary jump scene, now you're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always find crying and cowering in a corner is pretty universal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or running in you one okay? direction, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you, Milan? <laughs> yeah, I think Europeans just seem to take horror seriously as well yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they don't they don't ham it up it's uh, it's mm-hmm. very realistic and, and uh, in a horrible way like funny games yeah. have you seen funny yeah, games yeah, yeah, yeah. it's horrible yeah, um, I've seen that. it's basically two uh rich are they rich basically two guys go around to rich people's houses just knock on their doors and again there's something off about them where they're like oh we just could we borrow some eggs and there's something not quite right <laughs> and then they basically just spend the day murdering the family um and i think it the game is like you've got 24 hours and like we're going to kill you and then once they've murdered everyone they just move on to the next, the next house. house oh wow um pixar are in talks to a remake of it yeah it sounds <laughs> it. yeah was there an american there was an american remake yeah. that was again sort of shot for shot and i didn't mind it really mm. but again it it still has the sheen yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds like it's got a bit of a clockwork orange feel to it. Yes, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, so like kind of going back to the, the films there a little bit, it was an interesting set of four films that you chose because they were both, like I found Quarantine was kind of like, like a shot for shot like remake as well. And um, although there's obviously like the language differences, so the translations and things would have to go down different uh, roads, there, it was a really good example of not remaking a film and actually making it for that audience where you completely change it it was like a shot for shot and almost word for word remake of it all but to the point for me it fell down with more so with wreck and quarantine in that some of the scenes that they do in wreck they do it so much better and it actually became like more of a bit like disappointment watching like what the quarantine bit just just like a lot of the as I say, because the Hollywood 
sort of sheen on it all made things a bit lighter. A lot of the just running around screaming bits, yeah. for me, in Wreck, because it was so much darker and it was like... Um, it was a very Spanish apartment block, and so it has that familiar but a little bit foreign feel to it. It just felt more engrossed and more like, oh, God almighty, don't go around that corner, don't go around the corner. Yeah. Whereas with the, the quarantine, it was a bit like, oh, just stop screaming, just go out the front That's door. That's so God's funny sense. because I, I <laughs> thought that exactly. Well, I I wrote down, our, it doesn't feel as authentic, mm-hmm. but this um, this morning, obviously, it wouldn't have been helping that I was watching. You've watched super, it eight in the morning. Eight, like half eight <laughs> in the morning. But I was in bed just like, oh, my God, just stop screaming yeah, yeah. <laughs> i understand it's a difficult situation yeah. but it got boring it was like the same yeah just the same so cycle passive. of things going yeah. on like bam there's a zombie scream 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 quiet 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 bam there's a zombie. and like yeah. i was just like okay it's just repetitive now like do you, you need to get creative i think in that situation yeah it didn't feel like a general release film either it felt like an um straight to bit torrent <laughs> or uh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Sci-fi film, yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably a better thing. Um, and that's again why I was quite surprised why Jennifer Carpenter took it on because she was kind of like height of fame sort of big time. star. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's big, big star, and um, probably because ninety percent of the budget was getting her. Well, yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was it led on to slightly better things though. So the di- I can't remember the name of the director, but he went on to do As Above, So Below. Have you seen that? That's a great film. Yeah, I've heard it's very good reviews. The again found footage mm. um, film, uh, but it's based in the f- uh, Paris catacombs yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, instead. That's really scary. That film. Yeah. So that's that's the same guy who did Quarantine. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What's his name? Well, John director. Eric Dowdle. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Um, do you know what? I did have that on my notes here. I should have just actually um, looked, unlocked my screen. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So yeah, he went on to do that and. Um, so at least it was maybe it was like a test run for him or something yeah. to. Um, uh, to Did end he do much doing. after that? Uh, I didn't do that much research. <laughs> <laughs> you've done a lot, to be fair. It looks like you've got a lot of notes. There. I've done some. Well, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, most of it was just my. It's just um, Facebook. It's just yeah, it's just Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that you think he's got lots of writing there. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you said it, you start typing as soon as you realise what year it came out in. You're like, hold on, that's like martyrs and insides mm. kind of era. Then um, yeah, you just start typing, typing, typing. Mm. Uh, then away. But yeah, that's that's the thing that got me all excited was that you'd already had, as I say, uh, like high tension. And there's another one called Calvaire, uh, which I think was Belgian, but that was out similar sort of year to High Tension. So you had those two of these cult European horrors, and Calvaire is completely mad. Um, it's about this uh, musician whose car breaks down in a countryside road, and he finds a little house. He's like, "Oh, can can you help me?" And the guy. The, the sort of old uh, farmer there, um, his wife had left him years before and he'd had this big mental breakdown. And so he basically trashes the guy's car and keeps him there and convinces himself this guy is his ex-wife. So he dresses him up in her clothes and he like shaves her head and is like, now no one else will take Please you to mine. <laughs> yeah. And so, but then it gets ridiculous after that. You know? Oh, after that. After, after that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he actually starts hurting him after that. So When will wow. people realise if they break down in the middle of nowhere, that yeah. one house in the distance is not going <laughs> to help you? Don't not the go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just live in your car. Live off the land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And then a few years later, things like Rec and Frontiers and stuff came about. And it was like, you know, that's 2007. So you've been hit with this onslaught of just these amazing horror films. And then the year after that, your man goes, is that sort of like, hold my beer. <laughs> I've got this film called Martyrs. It's about to uh, be the pinnacle. Of <laughs> and sure enough, it sort of dipped down again after that a bit. And I need to sort of see what's been released was that recently. at first, Martyrs? Um, no, it's just that it's it's just topped every list uh, of film, disturbing films. Of like, yeah, you oh, need it's to horrible, watch this. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I've seen it, but I, I can't. I Again, can't there's an American remake of that. I haven't no, seen I the American one. Didn't see the American one. Just. Um, you didn't watch that at half eight in the morning as well, did you? Martyrs. <laughs> yeah. No, I did watch Hereditary in the morning, but that was because I was wow. scared to watch it at night. So like, <laughs> that was an active choice. Yeah. I watched it thanks to our cinemas. I watched that at two in the afternoon. <laughs> What, Martyrs? That, no, no, no Hereditary. Um, hereditary, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, 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 We'd never get Martyrs over here. <laughs> oh, I, I made the mistake, I think I said this on the podcast before, mm. of being sick one day and thought, I, I need to find some horror films to watch. That's and right. I watched Martyrs, Mordom, and a Serbian film in one day. Oh, my God. I was a different person the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. You, you're a different person, like, still. <laughs> <laughs> Just woke up there at 11 o'clock at night. Just give me Disney. Just give me Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we kind of touched on it, but Japanese horror, there's, yeah. they've made loads of Japanese and Korean yeah, yeah. horror mm. films because they do horror very, yeah. very well. And again, it's kind of not as uh, realistic as European horror, but mm. they don't do it in a way that I don't roll my eyes and go, oh, this is just ridiculous now. It's yeah, just yeah. so, they make it so scary, something yeah. so unbelievable. Mm-hmm so scary that it makes you think jeez what if this could happen even though it couldn't because it's is the girl with the black hair like an actual Japanese folklore figure because they're all she's uh, she's been in so many many different things they're different characters yeah no no but but that like that sort of oh right yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, entity demon yeah has been in so many different things maybe that's what makes it so scary is because it is in Japanese tradition yeah 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 Uh, yeah, and that's the thing and it's so wildly different how they approach these things Mm. too British. Uh, I was taught. I remember talking to a guy and another like horror enthusiast, and there was a friend of ours with us in a little group that we were chatting with, and they said, "This guy, have you ever seen a film?" And you knew it was a film, but it just made you go, "Oh, well, yeah. you know." And funnily, both of ours were Asian. Uh, what, what, what was yours? Mine was Ring. The first time I watched Ring. Because I all I knew about it was that it's a scary film, and Ring was the other one that influenced Blair Witch. We watched Blair it Witch. a while ago, didn't we? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, that was the other one that influenced Blair Witch. So the last broadcast and Ring, the two things. So I was like, oh god, I'm going to try this out because like I saw Blair Witch at the cinema, and it was like from there you were just like, oh wow. Um, and the bit that really did me in, which is the big cultural difference, which maybe it's fine in Japan to do to do that, coming out of the telly. Yeah, and so you think Telly's going to explode when she gets to the screen? Oh God, no, she's coming out of it! Yeah. Oh God, that's horrible! Mm-hmm. And the the other guy was uh, audition was his one, and he did what you did actually, where he watched it in the morning by accident because he thought it was a different type of film. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was a rom com, but um, yeah, I think for me it's the culture thing. It's a very very different culture, but they approach the films in a totally different yeah. way as well. So like we've seen like The Exorcist where she goes down the stairs, um, but and that's in Grudge as well. You know that thing, but the way they do it for some reason is just more uncomfortable, and it makes uncomfortable me feel uncomfortable. Is the right word, yeah. Yeah, it makes me feel uncomfortable having bones. What? Yeah. <laughs> that go down. Everything about it's alien, though, isn't it? Yeah. You look at the writing; mm-hmm. looks for, from a Western perspective, looks yeah. like alien writing. The you know, it's 
if everything is different yeah. when you see the Japanese stuff. It is interesting. I don't know if it makes it a bit more sinister because from being in Japan, I always yeah. feel like a bit of a novelty. But from when I was in Japan, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's every, everyone is so polite and yes. genuinely lovely. And, mm-hmm. and there's a massive, under the surface of it all, there's a massive weird sexual... Um, yeah, yeah. like very strange sexual desires going through Japan yeah, yeah. and it has a similar feel with the horror and I think it's the fact that they're so calm and lovely on the yeah, surface yeah. yeah and that's but that's one of the things that's great point um, made is that when you see people scared in Japanese or Korean or Chinese films they look way more terrified. Yeah. And yeah, you feel yeah. terrified on their behalf. Mm, yeah. Because you're like, how can another human being be that, be that scared? scared? Mm. And I think that's one of the things that is just, and it's, as you say, because they're quite placid, very I never thought about that people. before. They do portray fear really well. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a really nice um, sentence, actually. It's like, um, it's like when you watch the news and you think, okay, there's a conflict going on somewhere, but you don't understand it until you see a civilian who is either crying or scared, or you see real terror in people's faces? That's the thing that I get with like Asian horror: mm-hmm. is that the innocents, uh, the innocent, yeah, the, the civilians or whatever in the films, are generally genuinely terrified. Mm. Whereas, as you, like in quarantine or something, it's like ah. Yeah, it is it's like, like oh, shut up! Would you either die or find an exit? You know? <laughs> That's so yeah. And yeah, but in that either group, die or find yeah. an exit. Come on, you, you know you kind of have that mm. that thing to it. And I was just trying to find because there's an anniversary coming up. When while just while we're speaking of, it's not so much horror, but like of have you seen um, Old Boy? Yes. Yeah. So and that's part of a trilogy. The, the, like, oh, I didn't know it was um, part of a trilogy. Yeah, so um, it's then there's a there's a um, anniversary coming up. Like I saw the other day because Arrow are doing a, a box set of the three films, um, and so there's um, there's Old Boy. There's one called Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, although Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is first, then Old Boy, and then uh, Lady Vengeance. Um, they're all three of them are, are really good, but they're sort of going into that um, kind of Asian violent thriller slash horror. Mm-hmm kind of genre again that is one of those ones that really takes you into like old boy mm-hmm. they just do something a bit differently where you've seen Reservoir Dogs and you've seen the ear cutters mm-hmm. cutting scene things but you ain't watched old boy when he cuts that fella's tongue out yeah. that's really like <laughs> oh does he slice is it an old boy who gives him a is it a Chelsea smile a Chelsea smile yeah. I think, yeah, I think, yeah 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 god I remember watching it in high school I didn't that's I haven't watched rough. yeah yeah <laughs> I went round to a friend's and he was like, watch this film, it's great. And I was very, like, innocent in high school. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. I'm going to watch a Korean film. Or is it is it Korean or is it? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's Korean, yeah. And then just being like, <laughs> I'm not my home. friend anymore. Mom, can you come pick me up? Yeah. Um, but I find that feeling I still get with the Blair Witch Project. And I hate yeah. um, people stood in a dark corner scares me. It just yeah, yeah, does. It's yeah. always something that, yeah. that has got to me. But it's this, the sound of her screaming yeah. in horror. The off from the off, stuff, yeah. And it's just that noise yeah, and how yeah. terrified she is. It's still like I can feel it in my chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something because we, we didn't we watched that not long ago as well. Didn't we? Yeah. And revisiting that. And one of the absolute genius points they had, again, the use of dark and just the, ca- the camera light so you can see flashes of leaves and things but you can't see anything it's five foot past you mm. so when you hear the screams in the distance and I think I don't know whether that works more scary for like 
us living over here because we've got plantations yeah. and things where you've you've camped out and things where you can like hear your echo around the forest and things. So to hear that, it's like, did I just hear a scream then? Oh my god! Oh, that's mm. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I've just realised with all this, we watched this recently stuff. Mm. People don't realise we do other podcasts together. Our relationship is going to seem very different. <laughs> I like that they think that maybe we just live together, like Paul and John, <laughs> or the monkeys or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to have to wrap it up, wrap it up soon because yeah, cool, there's going to be the news. <laughs> the news is coming up <laughs> at twelve. Um, yeah, you get them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know this is a very big question, but. Mm remakes do you think they should be done or do you think people should just accept them as as a good film and put the effort in to experience them from a different culture i flip and flop on it yeah um i think i think absolutely they should be made they should be made with care obviously you know there needs to be a long time in between as well there needs to be a long time in between so i used to be quite like just watch the original but I went to see The Exorcist um, a few years ago. There was a run of um, Halloween Hopchine uh, films uh, in the run-up to to that. And I was in a room with maybe like a, a, few, a group of like early 20s. And they were laughing their heads off at The Exorcist. And I'm like, you need this remade for your generation. Right, okay. Like, you need that terror from the 70s yeah. now and make it more realistic. And like, I can't wait for a proper Hellraiser remake. Because the visual effects we have now, like the the Candyman remake, is going to be amazing, and I really hope it scares the hell out of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I get. I think I get you're why right. People complain with, about it, but I think you're right with like leaving a gap because mm. with yeah, the oh, ones yeah, totally. we can, with the ones we happen to pick, I didn't realise mm-hmm. that there was a consistency, but they were remade very quickly within. They were, yeah. Look at it. I obviously haven't seen it part two yet, but it part one was better than it part one's original. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. It's, uh, and. Let's say, for instance, I mean, what? We're in 2020, 2019 now. Your name is Lee. It's Saturday. (laughs) 2030, say. Yeah. I reckon we'll be about the right time for a Jurassic Park remake because we haven't mentioned it in this podcast yet. And I'm so glad (laughs) we have. (laughs) (laughs) um, But the thing is, like, Jurassic Park's my favourite film of all time. But if if I was to turn around and say, yeah, you can't remake Jurassic Park, how selfish is that of me? That's true. To that, you know, that other people can't, it can't enjoy that yeah. story because when they look back on Jurassic Park, when it, when I was, it's going to look like Lego characters. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have the same effect, yeah. and you want, and that's very lovely, generous feeling actually to want other people to experience yeah. what you experienced. But to do that, you have to evolve and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. use what we have now. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah. Sweet, and we'll wrap it up there before Ed cool. comes in and punches his way through the glass. <laughs> oh, no, it's lovely. Like in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>